2: It catches your attention like Roberto's overly dyed beard. <laughs> All right. Super Bowl edition. If you missed anything from the trade deadline, odyssey.com rewind. And we can spend the segment on this Wink Martindale thing. I've got a great idea who he is and what he's about. I'm just not sure why you'd want him at U of M, but then again, you can't hire anybody else. So I get it. You got to land on somebody. Uh, we'll get to it, though.
3: Right now, Super Bowl deal breakers. In the world of sports and everyday life, we, the people, need to make critical decisions that will impact our future. Some are right, some are wrong, some are deal breakers.
2: Oh God! <laughs> Every time we do this segment, you forget about this. I think. Well, they had to have changed the ridiculous <laughs> music. I can't. And I try. I Don't.
3: And here we go. I can't change. it. All right. All right, here we go. Yeah, a little Super Bowl Sunday edition of Deal Breakers. Let's get into it. Let's hear it. Let's start off with your father. Okay. Your father will be alone on Super Bowl Sunday. You've decided to invite him to a party that you're going to attend. Okay. Your dad has a secret gambling addiction only you know about. Oh, dear God. You know there will be squares card games, and other forms of gambling going on at this party. What is the discussion you have with him before walking into that door? And I know he has a gambling Yes.
2: I'm not inviting him to the party. He can
3: sit sit home home alone.
2: alone. He
4: he chose to watch the game alone for a reason. He knows. I don't want the temptation... Because I'm going to succumb to this. Or be a good son.
2: You go watch the game with him. Right. Mm. In a gambling-free environment. Who needs a Super Bowl party anyways? They're completely overrated. Yeah. A lot but of people talking to
4: you who you don't want to talk to. If someone is
2: an addict, you can't put them in the middle of addiction. <laughs> right. just don't do your father has stuff. a drinking
3: problem. When you go to the
2: bar, <laughs> what's right. the
4: proper etiquette? Hey, Dad, wear a bag
3: on your head. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, no, they're not playing poker over there.
5: Don't ah, look at those him.
3: are poker <laughs> chips.
5: Yeah, you can't just say he's a grown man. He can do what he wants. No, he clearly can't do this. Responsibly, So, yes, you keep exactly. him away from it. If
4: he said I'm watching it alone, there's a reason why I'm watching Fine. it alone. Go, you
2: know, go, so go go watch it with him. That's right. Unless you don't like your dad. Then it's very complicated. Uh, well, then you really wouldn't invite. Him. Right. Then it's a whole different ball of wax. <laughs>
3: All right. Let's go to the next one, please. All right. A little bit similar. Now We're going to talk about not your father, but your brother. Your brother recently got divorced okay, and is living in a small apartment. He asked you over to watch the game, and it will be just the two of you. Mm-hmm. The problem is he will be watching the game via a computer monitor he has hooked up to his laptop. I'm out. <laughs> Do you offer to buy him a decent TV, offer to bring one of yours, Or don't even bring it up as to offend him.
5: No, I have a TV at my house. I watch it at my house. That's how that
3: goes. You'd say,
2: Johnny, here's the deal. I appreciate the sentiment, but we both know you're flat on your ass right now. And you're watching this on a fish tank. Why don't you come to the house? We'll make dinner. I don't want you sitting alone for the game. I got fresh tubes in my TV. Right. I mean, I just, why would I downgrade my viewing experience to go to your party? And it's not a party. Are are we two for two on the saddle meter here? Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the next one. Now, see, guys, here's the deal. Your mom OD'd on crack, see? And you're like, okay. Here's the thing. Your sister got put out. (laughs) It's almost as if they read the next two. So listen, uh, see, your sister's pimp showed up at the house. You're like, I don't want to participate in this. Your child... All of a sudden, Duck
4: gets Ebola. Do you miss the Super Bowl to take him to the hospital? (laughs) Do you get up
2: to get the EpiPen or wait until the field goal? This is awful. (laughs) Let's try again. David, 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 this man needs (laughs) Jesus.
3: This one is exactly it. Okay, here you go. Oh, God. Why can't these be about dips or <laughs> food items? Or right, you want a food one? I'll no, food. just no. go and order. Yeah. Okay. Your wife is insisting you go to her niece's new home to watch the Super Bowl. Okay. It is also serving as a sort of housewarming party. The day before, your wife informs you that your niece, that her niece, is living in a sober living house. And there will be many people there that you have never met before uh, at this party. Stop right there. I don't care about the sober
2: portion of it because the drinking is a non-essential event for me for the Super Bowl. Strangers want no part of it. If I'm watching the Super Bowl, I want to be around people I like. I want to be around people I want Mm -hmm. to be around. You know what I don't want to do? Mingle with strangers. Nine (laughs) out of ten are going to be losers anyways.
0: Mingle with strangers without alcohol.
2: That's the worst way to mingle with strangers. (laughs) Because you want to, hey, let me get to know
4: you. Actually, I want to watch this third down. play. That's right. I don't want to talk to you. So, yeah, there's two types of Super Bowls. Those that I don't care about, that's the ones where I'll go to a party. But a game that I actually care about, one of the teams playing. Can't do
2: it. Nope. I don't have time to socialize. Wow. David, your thoughts. You've hosted some of these yes. events at the church. Talk to I, us.
5: I just need. I just need a better deal breaker here. That's, I'm waiting for a better. One. I'm That's just waiting whole... for
2: number four. Will you be sober during the Super Bowl?
4: Your child contracts Ebola.
5: Are you really asking <laughs> that question for Now listen
4: here. See, your mom's dead on the floor. Oh. Oh. Right. I, I'm like, your mom passes out. Do you wait until the end of the fourth quarter, or do you leave at halftime hoping to
2: make it back for the second half kickoff? She had the winning square, but it's underneath her body. Right. Do you take
3: it or wait for the ambulance? <laughs> Your uncle's choking on a pretzel, see? <laughs> now let's try again. Oh I don't think I have not The next one's not as... All right, here we go.
2: Why did this have to be morbid? The Super Bowl is such a fun right. thing. It was my
3: mood, I guess. Okay, you need... To talk to someone. Let's continue. I think you'll agree with this one. Oh, good. I think you've been in this situation. I think everybody's been in this situation. Okay, let me hear it. That's one I got here. I don't want to agree to anything. You are invited to your aunt's house to watch the big game. She suffers a party faux pas that many Americans do. The ice in her freezer stinks. It has taken on the odor of whatever is in the fridge, and you've noticed it the last four or five times you've been over there. Now, with it only being a handful of people there, what excuse do you use to bring in your own ice? I don't. But you know what I'm talking about, Phyllis. Right? Your fridge smells like death and corrosion.
2: You've, you've here's been, a bag yeah. of ice in a styrofoam cooler. You've been there
3: though, right? You know what I'm talking about.
2: No, my family's clean. No, but you've been somewhere where that's been the yeah, case. Yeah, I bought a right? bag
4: of ice and some uh, baking soda.
2: Baking soda's for
4: you. Put it in your freezer.
3: <laughs> no, you can't do that. Why so, not?
2: <laughs> well, you know, I'll just buy it and put it in there for you. It's like that one time David handed a guy here a bar of soap.
5: It was an oh, amazing moment. Oh no. I did not, but I should have.
2: (laughs) I don't think you need an excuse. You're an adult. Stop being a scumbag and have clean ice. You buy a bag of ice and you go, Aunt Phyllis, I'm sorry. Yeah. Or I bring my own ice. Yeah. Put it in a cup. I just play
0: dumb. I'm like, oh, I didn't know if there'd be enough ice for everybody. I didn't know. You know, I just wanted to make sure. I play so dumb.
3: Play, yeah, I was gonna say, Kenny, there
0: no acting uh,
3: when
2: it comes to that. That's just your your organic self. Ah, uh, see, Rico found it funny. All right, keep going. So, I'm just laughing at the press. These scenarios. These are the saddest. That you know what this is? I don't even want to watch the no, game the, now.
5: You know, Yes, you know, oh. as Detroit fans, right?
2: This right. is a Lions fan Super Bowl deal breakers. Yes. For all the sad people out there, I'm not going to watch the game. Wah. And that's what this feels
4: like. You know what? How about we just have a book reading? Book club. Let's Sunday. go. Let's, Let's go to the it.
3: next one. I can't wait to hear this. All right. I'll give you a bonus one here. Oh, this is a bonus. What a blessing. Because I know for a fact that David and Evan go to the same barber. They love going to their barber shop. Evan's bald. Very loyal. He still goes.
5: He still goes. Wait, wait, time
3: out. Evan goes to a black
2: barbershop
3: and has no hair anyways.
5: Yeah, he's getting a beard trim and and everything.
3: They told me the other day that if you even dare, if you dare walk in this barbershop without an appointment, you you straight up get ignored. No one will talk to you. No one working there will give you the time of day.
5: Okay, that's not all the way true, but okay. Well, how much of it (laughs) is true? (laughs) Partially. M- most uh, of the time,
4: they'll walk in and say, especially if you're new, who's...
5: Wait, do you go there, too? No. No, but it's probably the same yeah. way. Yeah, you got to
2: have an appointment. So, so uh, Let me ask a question now. How do I say this delicately? Uh, did Evan need a reference to show up
5: at <laughs> me? Yeah, he got the reference from, from me. Him. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh-huh.
2: So uh-huh. he needed a card-carrying
4: yeah. member, <laughs> so to speak, <laughs> yeah. to vouch you gotta, for you him. vouched for he him.
5: He couldn't come into the club unless <laughs> someone...
2: <laughs> 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 He's cool. He's cool. He's,
3: he's a good one.
5: Oh. Okay, then.
3: Now let's hear the last one. All right. You love your local barber, and you've been getting your haircut from him for years. Yes. Now, due to the rise of rent of his building, he's had to bring in a few new stylists. The last few times you have been in the place, it has not been dusted or swept properly, and people are just hanging out there talking to the stylist without even getting a haircut i'm out do you ask your barber if he can remedy the situation or you just stop going how well you know him you said you've been going to him for years define years like three or thirteen.
2: Thirteen. if you know him on that level you go here's the deal love you want to keep giving you business but you're running a flop house over here so clean it up or i'm, I'm gonna find somewhere now, else
5: things have changed yeah. okay fix it yeah
3: do, do, do you think it'd be possible like would it be bad to ask him could you maybe, like, come to my house?
4: Okay,
5: well, my
3: well, I'm hand? sorry. What, who are
4: you, Barbra Streisand? <laughs> Do you find every possible way to just avoid
2: conflict? Um, let's go to his wife on line six. Oh. The answer is yes. Oh, I oh. mean, yeah, just you t- because he probably knows as well and will tell you, yeah, I'm already working on moving to ah. a different location. <clears throat> just promise me tomorrow's Who Said It for Super Bowl is not depressing mm. this was <laughs> so sad this was awful wait
4: who said it theme i'm not watching the super bowl
2: there Ooh. you go
3: oh i like that all my guesses will be this today is national forklift safety day or this i love hookers <laughs> all right roberto I mean, I Get it. why would
2: somebody not watch the super okay. Bowl? okay let it let it be <laughs> let it be I'd say thank you for this, but I think we're all sad now. <laughs> I don't want to watch the game. Oh. And my team's in it.
6: I, I can't do it.
1: 97 Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.
2: All right, we're back. Rico, go handle your business meeting. David, let's get some ticket texts from the saddest edition of Deal Breakers in history. All right, I'm back. Welcome. So, your mom's dead, see? Your mother passes out at halftime.
4: She won the squares. Do you take the money to the hospital, or do you pocket it?
5: Here is uh, the first text that came through. Your niece is on heroin. (laughs) I mean, Jesus (laughs) Tomorrow I want
2: only uplifting stuff. Do not depress me on Super Bowl
5: Friday tomorrow. It's all I ask. I'm hey guys, I'm leaving work and Roberto just put a bad mood on me. I just yelled at someone.
2: I'd rather do the game we used to do where Kenny grades out the food by number of flushes. <laughs> I mean, like that's depressing enough.
3: But Jesus,
2: Roberto. Ah, you're at a sober living party. See, you're three people drop dead. Your brother's a loser.
5: <laughs> oh, buying your friend the baking soda for the smelly fridge is just as bad as David yelling at the hostess booth when walking in.
2: Oh, a story for the ages. If you're a longtime listener, you know the reference. I'm not going to retell the story. It really? was just, it was, it was the rudest thing, and from a pastor, no less. It was awful. Oh, no, I was just talking about, like, actually buying the baking soda and just, oh, "Oh, here you go.
4: I don't think
5: that's
2: rude. It's not. You know what? It's small. It's kind of like soap on a rope. That's tough to do. then put it in the freezer yourself. I like that plan. Incognito. You walk
5: in with stuff for the party (laughs) and then you just happen to slide that into the freezer. Let me go get some ice and you just, boop right there. I have a big one. Go ahead. Someone said he's not addicted, just committed. Give the man one hundred bucks and watch the joy, Blake and Brighton. My God, no, you
2: can't. Okay. No, can I have five minutes on the Wink Martindale news and Beanie's update? Yeah. And D- David, I am going to need your help on it because you are a Wolverine. Now, look, here is how I see it. Outside looking in, uh, a Wink Martindale's a thousand years old, so that's problem number one. B, he hasn't coached in college in over twenty years. I think the last time he coached in college, it was like 2002 or three at Western Kentucky. Uh, three, Wink Martindale has had some issues with the last two head coaches he's worked for. Uh, four, I could tell you as a Giants fan, part of the problem, players couldn't understand his scheme. It's too complex. It's too detail-oriented. Now, you want to tell me he'll dumb it down for college kids? Cool. One problem. Then why are you hiring Wink Martindale? the allure of Wink is that he's Dr. Doom. He's Blitz guy. He's, and it's, but I'm telling you, the Giants only got better once Wink was forced to dumb it down because players couldn't understand it. Grown-ass men making real money could not pick up the scheme. So my question to you, David, is this. How is the National Championship Michigan Wolverines this far down the job resume list To land on Wink Martindale, what? Well, and before you get to that, David, it it looks
4: as if he won't even be the full DC. He'll be the co-DC. Because according to 24-7, Clinksdale told some players he's coming back and that he, I guess he'll be the other
2: half of the defensive coordinator. So just so we're clear, you think Wink Martindale is going to collaborate with Steve Klinkscale?
5: What, David? What his is go- past within the last five years tells me he can't work with others well. <laughs> so no, being co anything is not going to work out. But here's what I'll say:
2: Are you? I would be more scared he hasn't coached in college in 20 years.
5: Yeah, it's been since 2003. You think Wink Martindale Kentucky. is
2: going to babysit players and do NIL Correct. and re-recruit his guys? Wink Martindale is like a Viking. Correct. <laughs> I mean, I,
5: Wink's crazy. Correct. And I know Michigan fans aren't going to like what I'm going to say. They never do anyway, but the NCAA is looming large over Michigan. It has become, from my understanding, difficult to hire. So which means Wink Martindale comes in the picture because he's desperate. I don't want to just get a coach because he's desperate and we're desperate.
2: The other angle of it is if Martindale is so special, There were, what, six or seven job openings in the NFL. Forget about being a head coach. He didn't get a defensive coordinator job. Mm -hmm. Look, I wanted it to work with Wink Martindale with my Giants. It didn't work. It was bad. Baltimore got better after he left. Because why? Mike McDonald was a real, modern defensive coordinator. But you
5: just said it. Who did Mike McDonald work under in Baltimore for a little bit? Wink Martindale. So a defensive coordinator job was open in Seattle, you would think, you know what? That's the same defense. Right. I'll get the but guy the to run it. The
2: difference is, Mike McDonald has said, a- I'm calling the defense. Exactly. Run. I don't know. I Now, again, you want to tell me, hey, the Ravens pipeline thing has been very good for U of M? I would not dare argue. But this is not that. But they went out and got a young guy right, who this wanted this to
4: prove it. himself yes. in order to go back to the league, not guy who's seen better days. This would be a wild stretch to me. It does say that it's getting more and more difficult to hire people there because well, there's impending doom. He's not hiring anyone. Oh, yeah, it's, it's almost He's just promoting GAs. Hey, you want that
2: job? Has anybody seen Mike Hart? But again, Harbaugh left you in a much better place. So there you go. Oh, I, 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 listen, you hire Wink. Is there a pathway to it working? Of course there's a pathway to anybody, but I'm just telling you. Uh, the Giants defense under his reign was awful. And I don't get old guy going back to college two decades after he was last there. Yeah. I uh, that I just have a hard time with that. That and the fact that the Michigan defense was the strength of the team. Like they
4: just got the job done. You weren't going to score a ton of points on them.
5: Yeah, someone on the text yeah. is suggesting here that says Clean Scale has had the D DC for three years, guys. It's a fake title. It could be just getting Wink in here for his mine passage Malibu type thing.
4: <laughs> so, <laughs> coaching Clint, him. You keep the same title, but we know. He's really, yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, Clean you know Scale's a good right.
2: recruiter, too. That's the bit. I mean, that's part of why you brought him in from Kentucky. He's a really good recruiter. I mean, I don't know. Does Wink Martindale excite you? Uh, David, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Um, I wonder what real Michigan
5: fans think. Oh, they'll wow. test me real soon and let me know.
4: <laughs> I mean, I hear that all the time. David's not a real, he doesn't represent the Wolverine Nation. Well, who the hell does he represent? He backs down to you and I. He's afraid of us. That's,
5: That's what they say. Yeah. I, uh,
4: of what? Talking sports? No, like, uh, what are we, we doing? yell at him and we badger him, so he just placates. He to can't us. say
5: anything bad about Michigan State because of those guys.
2: Here, go ahead. Say the most egregious thing you want. I don't care. It's nothing to say. That's what I mean. We blow. There. It said. Oops, I said it. Like <laughs> They want David to always be Mr.
4: Positive, come out here and say things are great and really represent Wolverine
5: Nation.
2: Okay. Well, you get that eight hours of the day on this station, so I'm sure you can deal without it for four. Any other ticket texts or shall we just fade away and because, get it? Hey, to- sometimes you get it for ten hours. Super Bowl, buying the numbers. Go ahead,
5: Just one more here says, I believe Wink will probably call the plays and let scale handle the players in recruiting.
2: Oh, that's great.
5: Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, that sounds like an but awesome system. His defense is that
4: complicated?
2: Dude, I can only tell you watching what happened in New York and his last year in Baltimore where they finished damn near dead last. With the Giants, it was multiple. I mean, articles on a weekly basis. Players complaining about the scheme. Players, they couldn't understand it. Coverage busts. Wild, like, we're dropping Kayvon Thibodeau in coverage 30% of the time. See, the
4: thing for me is being out of the college game for so long, it's different from what it was five years ago, let alone 20 years ago. When you walk in here and the player's like, nah, you know, I, I I got a signing. I can't be there at this time. What do you mean you got a signing? My NIL package, coach.
2: So if you missed anything, odyssey.com rewind, what I am not going to do is any more NBA draft and NBA trade deadline stuff. We gave you about 90 minutes at the start of the show. And the beauty of the rewind is if that's what you want to hear, that's exactly what you can pull up on your phone. That's before you even go to the and Rico podcast section, which I'm sure Evan has already put up both in audio format and on YouTube. Um, We had a lot of conversation about the Pistons. No, what we're going to do is something we've avoided all week. And driving home last night, I heard Wojo and Rieger do exactly this, and I go, that's it. We have to do this. We're the only show on this station who hasn't done it. I don't know how this started. I don't know how legitimate it is. All I know is the phone lines fill up when the other shows do it. So I have a question for you. And you guys, I want to hear from you, because I really would like to gain an understanding. I think people are acting like gigantic babies. Are you seriously not watching the Super Bowl? Like, that's a real thing. Oh, sure, I've heard Doug and Scott say it. But that's different than people, grown adults, calling up and going, yup, not doing it. Are you that aggrieved? Like, you you can't bring yourself to watch the greatest American day in sports, the Super Bowl. Niners-Chiefs rematch. Pat Mahomes, a.k.a. Michael Jordan, in his prime. And you're going to not watch because you lost the NFC title game. That's Guys, I'm sorry. I find that laughable. But guess what? Last night, Rieger and Woji brought it up. They weren't talking about dips. They were talking about not watching the Super Bowl and phone lines full. And Rico and I and our radio program here, we all look at each other and go, what? Of course you're watching the Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl. I know the Lions didn't get home. I know the Lions fell just short. How the hell do you not watch the Super Bowl? You seem to watch the 57 before this and your ass was never there. What, did you not watch in 91 after Washington beat the brakes off? Come on, man. I just find this whole not watching the Super Bowl thing to be very reminiscent of the the Matthew Stafford Detroit Rams nonsense. I feel like a couple people say it, but that doesn't represent this town, does it? I don't think it does. I think it's a
4: vocal minority. I think most people are just watching it. Yeah, I think the minority of people are still angry over the game, didn't like how it ended. It feels weird because you got so close and you're, but it, it, it's the Super Bowl. Yes, you're going what else are you going to do? Because if you tell me, if you call up and say you're not watching
2: it, then I need to know what are you doing? Yeah, where does that. that time allocation go? Hell, TV stations don't even put anything on television because they know it's up against the Super Bowl. Right. Even Law & Order SVU taps out and goes, no, 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 okay, no, okay. no, 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 calm, calm no, down. no, no. We ain't running up against the Super Bowl, and you can watch Law & Order any time of day. Right. But so, help me understand it. out because yeah, I, uh, I was
4: listening to their show, too. I was running a couple of errands after work, and it's like, are, are you serious? A guy was like, hey, uh, you know what, I'm not. They're having a party, and... I don't care, and I was like, wow, okay. He lived in a senior assistant home, and he was just like, nah, I'll have it on maybe in the background. That's it. Okay.
2: David, you've heard what we've heard.
5: Oh, yes, I have.
2: What what are we missing on this radio show? Because from the very beginning, I didn't understand it. I couldn't believe Doug and Scott said it. Openly embargoing Super Bowl talk. Help me understand it.
5: See, initially, I understood the conversation and why people would feel that way. It was fresh. It was the Monday after. I get it. But listening, driving around over the weekend and listening to Cookie Show and people saying, yeah, I'm not watching this. That's a week later. How in the world can you still feel that way? It's the Super Bowl. You should still watch the Super Bowl. You won't have football for seven months. Watch the Super Bowl.
4: David, heck, I told you. I'm watching highlights, and I'm already saying I'm going to miss football. It's going to be a long time after this game is over that, yeah, you're looking at nine months of nothing.
2: That's not true. Oh, XFL. No, 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 no. We just have to get to July. And second of all, I don't miss football in February and March and April because it's the off season. We got free agency. We got trades. We got draft prep. But actual games. What? It'll all be okay. If football was always around, you wouldn't like it as much. It's like when you don't see someone for a little while and then you see them again. You know, it's nice to see you. Be a hell of a lot different if you were their roommate. You may kill their ass. You need football to go away. (laughs) You need football to disappear. I'm laughing
4: because I'm like, didn't you just describe marriage? You see
2: the same person every day. I need you. (laughs) I just, I want to know. I I want this to be, in the words of Doug Karsh, open lines, uh, format, respectfully, and all that jazz. Are you seriously not watching the Super Bowl? Now, if you're a Super Bowl person like we are, and you listen to 97 won the ticket on even a semi-regular basis, what is your reaction to what you've been hearing out of the speakers all week? Hosts of this station saying they're not watching. Callers backing them up. And then people like Rico and I feel like space aliens. Mm -hmm. Of course I'm watching the Super Bowl. That game may as well have been 10 months ago. 10 days and 10 months of the same thing in the way the the sports cycle turns. You are so aggrieved, you're not going to watch that game. I, I just, I can't believe that's real. And as Rico said, if you're not watching... What the f are you doing with your Sunday? Right, is it a book club? Are you going to the oh. movies? What are you doing? Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. I want to get Kenny's opinion, but he's currently answering the phones. We'll talk to him. Kenny's as diehard Lions fan as there is. But yeah, it is just really weird. I I still think it's the vocal
4: minority that more people will be watching the game. But the aggrieved, they're they're out there and they're loud. We, I am not doing this and. Yeah, I I understood the Monday after, even the Tuesday, but guys, games coming Rico, up. there's a
2: 2-week gap between the night you played and Sunday for the Super Bowl. If you can't get over that 2 weeks later to turn on the game and at least hate watch the Niners, I, we don't reside on the Bowl. Cuz the funny thing. thing is I'm sure you but like, well, I'm
4: sick of Taylor Swift, or I'm sick of hearing about the Niners. I'm like, well, after about two weeks, I'm sure everybody else in the nation would have been sick of hearing about kneecaps and Dan See, Campbell. I'm
2: more sick of Travis Kelsey than I am Taylor Swift. I am. Kelsey's in every damn commercial. You know who doesn't bother me? Taylor Swift. You know who's not in every commercial? Taylor Swift. You know who doesn't glom for the cameras or do an obnoxious podcast? Taylor Swift. Don't do those things. Taylor Swift is shown because she's an international global icon. Okay. I don't care. Well, apparently,
4: Travis Kelsey, I cannot stand. Apparently in some places there's a prop bet that if the Chiefs
2: win, he'll propose to her. Listen, I, I, now, great, I guess. I don't care. But I just, it's the Super Bowl. It's a non-negotiable as an American. You watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, I mean, the fact that I guess. Alex Anzalone wrote that piece,
4: and in the end, he was he didn't want to watch the Super Bowl, and Dan Campbell was like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? No, you're going to watch this game, and you're going to use it as fuel for next year. You absolutely are watching the game. Dan Campbell, the leader of, of
2: Lion Nation, is saying, no, you're watching the game. No, I think, I'm watching the I game. I think, Lion fans, it should be mandatory viewing. I want it to hurt. I want you to remember how bad you feel. I want you to watch the game you believe you should be in. You don't skip it. What the hell are you talking about? I'm with you. Watch the damn game. Remember it. Right, because if you're telling me how tough and grit and all of that, well, grit ain't always pretty. No, my point is, look, it's the last game of the season. We only get X amount of football. And the Super Bowl is the most important singular sporting event in the entire calendar in the United States of America. You really are so aggrieved you're not going to watch that game. I mean, because I'm sure Philly fans, Eagles fans, Cowboy fans, raven like every other fan base is going to be watching this
4: game. You
0: hate
2: watch the Super Bowl. You root against the team to put you out. It's an American rite of passage. And you rifle a few prop bets. You have some good food. Kenny grades it out on the number of flushes. And away we go. Play a couple of squares and you're in. I See, I'm out on squares. Really? I don't play squares. That's gone, man. Why play squares when you can bet on the game? I think it's just the luck factor of squares. That's exactly you, why I hate it. Yeah. Oh, hey, I drew an eight and a three. And you're like, oh, that, that's going in the garbage. No, because if you all of a sudden, it gets close, you're interested. Like, whoa, whoa,
4: if I could just get a field goal, I'll score. So now you care. But yeah. It, you know what it's like? It's like buying 50-50 raffle tickets. You know you're not going to Another win. Another horrible
2: idea. You do all the bad stuff, don't you?
4: I mean, gambling's gambling. Is, no. is it good gambling?
2: Yes. There's good and bad. You lose either way. No, that is just that's it's an outrageous statement. Listen, even roulette. The best thing is you got a. You know, never, I've never chance. played roulette. You got a forty-five percent chance. I always walk chance. by it. I see people playing it. I never see anyone with a smile on their face, and I go, "Yep, I'm going to keep walking." No, I don't know anyone has fun playing roulette. You Like when we're out there in March, you'll walk by a roulette table and you see six or seven people who look like they're waiting for their execution and you go, yeah, I don't want to join these people. This looks awful. Because it's so simple. That's why And you start losing, you figure, I can get it all back. Maybe we should just, you know what, maybe we'll just, we'll throw a few clamshells down on the table when we're out there. I've never played Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Wesley Snipes gave you the best. Advice. Always bet on black. Yeah. I am down. <laughs> yeah, but like, don't you got to play the numbers to really hit? Yeah, but I am saying if you just want to win, David, red... give me the three most important biblical numbers. We're gonna rifle those on the roulette table the minute you get out to Vegas for March Madness.
5: <laughs> Do three seven and eight.
2: We're gonna call it the Jesus Peace Parlay. Three seven eight, all on black as well. Let's go.
4: See, I was gonna say three. What sixteen? Oh, uh,
2: okay. Yep. Give me all and, the biblical and, numbers. And twenty-three. You know, there you do, go. do they have a button you can push and it's called biblical and it just plays all the important numbers?
5: No, it doesn't. We'll get just to it. Just walk up to them and say biblical. And they just all of the numbers. Give me the one. biblical. Bible means three,
2: sixteen, and twenty-three. There you be, go. Be like David when he walks into the diner. Booth. Two four eight five three nine. Ninety-seven ninety-seven. We're gonna
1: talk to you guys next. Ninety-seven one. Okay.